0: Get Heard with Ian Roth Podcast, where it's our mission to enable leaders to effectively engage and motivate their audience through written and verbal communication. Hey everybody, welcome to the Get Heard podcast. I'm so happy you decided to listen and join me today. Today is gonna be a little bit of a different episode. I'm not interviewing someone, but unlike other solo episodes that I've done, not gonna necessarily focus on leadership or communication. Instead, I'm gonna focus on podcasting because that's what this is this is a podcast I'm talking into a microphone looking at the sound waves on my computer and then publishing it out to you guys so just want to go over with you guys if there's other podcasters out here or maybe you're thinking about getting into podcasting maybe you have some things to say and have been considering getting into podcasting for a while so I just want to walk you through the gear I have the steps that I take and the software and other things that I use to make that happen. First and foremost, again, thank you so much for listening. If you like what you usually hear and like what you're hearing on this episode so far, please hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you are using to listen to this episode. If that's still not enough, go online at getheardpodcast.com. And if you really want to talk to me, reach out. I'd love to hear from you. I can be reached at ian at getheardpodcast.com and my Instagram is up now. It is Ian Roth 1. I know, super original. So anyway, podcasting. It, it's so cool that I can just talk into a microphone, do some cool things that I enjoy doing anyway, and distribute it out to millions and millions of people, or maybe just a couple hundred people at this point. But uh, it's really not as hard as, as you think it is. I have a microphone stand right in front of me with a $10 pop filter on the end. So my peas, my pop, pop, pop. To make the microphone clip. And I'm speaking into a blue microphone. And a lot of you guys might know blue from the Yeti, the Snowball, other microphones along those lines. I've actually had this microphone. It is a blue bird microphone since I was in college over 10 years ago. And this thing has been in its case for that pretty much that long ever since I graduated college in 2010 And I really kind of forgot I had it and was cleaning out some stuff in the garage and was looking at a microphone from Amazon, a USB microphone. And lo and behold, I found this gem uh, out in the garage. And it is so good. I mean, this is like 10 years ago. Very few people knew the Blue Manufacturing Company. And they make, obviously, great products. Their product line they have out now is very superior to most microphones, most audio equipment. But this Blue Bird microphone, I think if you were to buy one new today, it's about three hundred dollars. I can tell you, I did not pay anywhere near there. I was in college; I was a poor college kid, not dropping three hundred dollars on a microphone. Well, you know, maybe it was, maybe it was a couple hundred bucks. I had a good friend who worked at the uh, the music store where I bought it from, and I, he gave me a heck of a deal, so I ended up buying it. But not not saying you need to have the Blue Bird microphone. You can get a twenty, thirty dollar USB microphone on Amazon that sounds pretty much just as great as this. So really, I have a boom stand, microphone stand is what that is, a microphone screwed on the end, and a pop filter so I can talk to it. And from the microphone, it's not a USB microphone. If it were a USB microphone, I could plug it right into the computer. My computer would realize that there's a device plugged into it, pick up the sounds, and I'd be good to go. But since this is not a USB microphone, this was kind of, I guess since it's so old, it was... Out before the time USB microphones were a thing or popular, anyway, there was a little. It's called a blue icicle. It's basically a conversion kit for the end of the microphone. So a traditional microphone that you see at concerts or speakers you're using have an XLR end. It's basically three little pins and then the microphone cable. So three little pins, microphone cable goes into the blue icicle, which then converts it with some magical properties into a USB cord that's connected to the blue icicle and then plugs into my computer via USB. So it's just like the USB converter or adapter there that makes my microphone USB compatible. So what do I do? Uh, Where do I talk or how do I record my sound when I'm talking? Well, I use GarageBand for a while, which is great, but also about 10 years ago, I bought Logic Pro X, which is a professional music software editing suite and uh, used it when I was making music, making some jams and tunes a while ago. Really haven't used it for probably eight years or so and was really intimidated by it when I started getting into podcasting. I I stuck with GarageBand. I knew GarageBand was easy. It's very, very user-friendly. The interface is extremely easy to understand and grasp. But there were some things on GarageBand that I just couldn't do as I got a little more some of my tech skills back from back in the day when I was editing and mixing a lot more. So reluctantly, I went back into Logic Pro X, watched a couple YouTube videos on it, got a book about mixing and editing that I read through and I have as a reference guide. So Logic Pro X is awesome. If you spend the time, watch those YouTube videos, learn how to use it. It is so easy. And so fast, and I'm able to edit and mix my episodes and my content so much faster. So I'm a big fan of Logic Pro X. It is just an Apple-compatible software program, same with GarageBand. However, if you're out there, you have Windows Audacity is awesome, completely free to use, and you can do, I think, almost everything that that I'm doing in Logic Pro X. And it's, like I said, completely free, Windows-compatible. I know there's an Adobe production software out there, not too familiar with it. A couple other podcasters I know use it. And of course, I think Ableton is another one that people use. That's, I never understood it. It was very, very far beyond my knowledge of music production back in the day. So never really went down that road, but I had a good friend in high school who used it. And that was the only thing he used. He used that over Pro Tools, GarageBand and everything else. So talking to this microphone. USB goes into the computer. I hit record and I can see these sound waves that are just coming out of thin air as I'm talking into them. So I do that. I talk for about 30 minutes or interview someone for 30 minutes. I end the recording and then that's it. I have all this great audio in there. And, you know, it's really that simple as far as capturing the audio and capturing my voice and the sound in there. But you know what happens if I say something stupid? What happens if I burp? What happens if I sneeze or cough? Or I move and the chair squeaks? Well the cool thing about podcasts is you can take it out. You can delete it. You can find that little blip of a sound wave where it is, highlight it and just hit delete. And it's like it's never there. And of course there's some things that you can do when you have now two separate audio clips because you you took something out. There's a little gap there. You can of course move the sound waves closer together or if it's a very harsh abrupt kind of you can tell something was going on and then it just went to complete silence there's some there's some blends that you can do to make that sound more natural and less likely that someone will notice that there was something there and it was cut out so of course I go through and do that literally listening to the whole episode that I just recorded again so it is a great opportunity to really listen to yourself speak and just like any opportunity recording yourself speak you hear things that maybe you didn't know that you were doing when you were talking and again it's a great way podcasting is a great way to become a better speaker because not only are you speaking and you know that you're being recorded so you have to be careful about what you're saying and intentional with what you're saying but then you get to go back and listen to it through the editing process and really focus on those problem areas that you have maybe you're saying um maybe you're doing all sorts of other stuff but it, it's great it's great repetition, and really forces you to get good at the craft and the art of speaking. So once I do that, I chop up all these sounds, take out all the coughs, burps, movements, me smacking the microphone because I talk with my hands, all those sounds. I then put some music in front of it, have a nice little fade out. Again, it's super easy to do with Logic Pro X. Record a separate piece, a little introduction about, you know, thanks for joining me, this is what the episode's about. That's it. And then on a separate track, so literally a separate line with a new set of sound waves, plop the episode, the meat and potatoes of what the episode is. So it's really that easy. And of course, there's things that I do to make my voice sound a little bit better through the EQ or equalization uh, process, put like a noise gate on there. So if there's maybe an air conditioner going in the background, kind of making that white noise, I'm able to delete that sound frequency out of the recording. So you don't hear it makes the voice sound a lot more crisp and just more appealing and easy to listen to because, like, the last thing that per- that people want to listen to in a podcast is terrible audio. I've turned many a podcast off that I thought had the most interesting title and you know kind of podcast biography. I've turned them off right away if the sound quality was trash. So it's extremely important to produce quality sound so that your listeners have. An opportunity to listen to it a lot more easily. They're not distracted by the junk that you have going on in the background. So once I have the episode complete, um, I convert it to an MP3. MP3 is the kind of common audio file of today, just like it was in 2009 when we were all downloading music from Napster. So it's an MP3, and then I have to put it somewhere so that you guys can listen to it through your favorite podcast player. So there are... So many podcasting hosts out there that I can't even name them all. There's really, seriously, that many, more than I can count. The one that I use and probably the simplest, most user friendly, basic one to use is called Buzzsprout, and it walks you through the, walks you through the steps of setting up your podcast, getting your podcast on there. It's actually I saw a video by my favorite podcaster ever, Pat Flynn of Smart Passive Income Podcast do a video on Buzzsprout and it was really that easy and uh, sure enough I went through the steps myself and signed up and put my podcast on there and it really is pretty easy. So it asks you to fill out some general information and uh, about your episode and you know just the stuff that you see when you're looking through podcast episodes. You have to fill all that in. Believe it or not it is kind of tedious and that's one of the things I enjoy the least about podcasting. So you have to put in all of that stuff a good the section for show notes, of course, the title, some words, kind of like hashtags, but they're not hashtags, some words or subjects that your podcast episode is about. So, so if you were searching in your podcast search bar for maybe leadership or public speaking, that my show would have a decent chance of showing up kind of for podcast platform, SEO, if you will, search engine, engine optimization. So you do all that. And, uh, Upload it and schedule it to be released. And on that day, it gets published through your RSS feed. I'm not going to go into that, but an RSS feed. And that's where your podcast players pull from to upload or download new podcast episodes. So that's how it works. It is pretty simple, of course. I mean, there's a lot of technical stuff in generating your RSS feed. It's not hard because in my case, Buzzsprout walks you through it. And it's not hard. You just have to follow directions. There's like, you don't need to know how to do computer programming or anything like I initially thought. It's just clicking uh, boxes, filling in information and hitting submit. It's really, really that easy. But I don't want to go into that much detail just to keep this episode in a decent amount of time here. So again, yeah, the episode is up. And then when I set it to publish, that is when the podcast players pull that RSS feed and it's available and you're able to listen to the episode. So it really is that easy. Um, some things that I do kind of behind the scenes, I use Calendly to schedule my guests on the show. It's completely free to do all the basic things that I need. I'm able to have a link that I send to people or just kind of have on my profile with the, with the calendar and days and times that I'm available to do interviews. So people can browse a time that works already for me because of the, those are the times that I set that I'm available but then they can match a time that works for them with those times. So they can pick a time that works for them. That of course works for me because I put it up there. I have some questions in there that I want them to think about before coming on the show so that we have a natural kind of conversational topic that we can get into right away. And they get an email confirmation. Once they sign up for a time, it automatically goes on my Google calendar. Same with them. And then we all have that time blocked off to conduct the interview. So very very simple and again completely free and then uh, once i get a guest i use a podcast i guess you could say guest hosting platform called zencaster which just send a link to the person who's going to be on my show they join the link they speak into their microphone i speak into my microphone and this platform zencaster is capturing audio from both of us pretty high quality audio I have my own track of audio. They have their own track of audio. So therefore, if I make a noise while the person's talking and the person keeps talking, like the, the noise isn't stuck in that single track. I'm able to, since the noise was just on my microphone on my track, I'm able to cut that noise out instead of like trying to cut it out during while the person was talking and really not being able to. So that's really why I like Zencaster for the the multi-track recording. So completely independently recorded, and then you kind of merge them and mix them together through the editing process. Again, I import those files into Logic Pro X, do all my mixing, editing, and then again, send it to, convert it to an MP3 file and then gets uploaded to Buzzsprout and you get to listen to it. So if you guys are interested in having a podcast, it really is so easy to do. Reach out to me, ian at com. I would love to help you out, get you moving in the right direction. Maybe if you're thinking about some things you want to have a podcast about, or maybe you don't know something that you're extremely passionate about, but you just want to have a podcast, please reach out to me, Ian, I-A-N, at getheardpodcast.com. I'm always connecting with other podcasters on LinkedIn. Most of the guests that I've had up to this point have their own podcasts. The podcasting community is extremely close. We're always helping each other out, suggesting best practices, things that work for me, or things that I've tried that haven't worked, Telling each other about it. So it's a very tight knit community. Everybody's there to help each other. We'll love to help you out if you're interested in doing a podcast. So Ian at getherdpodcast.com. So I hope you like this episode. It was a little bit different, or a little bit different. It's very different from the other episodes, but I just kind of wanted to give you a little behind the scenes of what making a podcast is all about in, you know, 20 minutes or less, as quickly as I could say everything and kind of tell you the bottom line up front version of making a podcast. So hope you enjoyed it. Um, If you like this show, please, please share it with a friend. I'm trying to have my first episode with over a hundred views and you guys can make that happen just by sharing it with your friends. So greatly, greatly appreciate anything that you guys can do. Thank you so much for checking out this podcast. If you like it enough, please subscribe so you get every new episode when it comes out And if you want to check out more about what this project is about, go to getheardpodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you guys next time.